Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Famous Dead People podcast. This is the only podcast that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I just want to thank all of my listeners out there who came to see the live show this past Monday. It was super duper fun, and uh, we're going to be putting that episode up on the podcast in a couple of weeks, I think. Um, And it was super funny, and so you guys can look forward to that. And just wanted to say again, thank you to everybody that came out to that show. It was super duper fun, and I really appreciate the support. But this episode, let's talk about this episode. You're about to hear the episode where I interviewed the last Queen of France, Marie. Antoinette and 20th century American architect Frank Lloyd Wright. It was a fascinating talk. Uh, just a couple of quick announcements before we get to the meat and potatoes. You can always hit us up at Famous Dead People at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Famous Dead People at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org to let us know that you love the show or if you have a famous person that is dead that you want to have on the show. Uh, check out my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now and it is hilarious. Rate and review the podcast. Tell your friends. Subscribe. Let's get that word of mouth working and get to our listener numbers up a little bit. And of course, you can check out all my new stuff at JarrettBernstein.com. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy Frank Lloyd Wright and Marie Antoinette only on Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. It's time. Famous Dead People. Time to start the show. Famous Dead People. Oh, you know, famous dead people, famous dead people, famous stories stuck in the head. You're gonna hear awful phony, even though all these people are dead. My guests today on Famous Dead People are the last queen of France before the French Revolution in 1791, Marie Antoinette, and 20th century American architect and interior designer Frank Lloyd Wright. Boogie down. Uh, Mr. Wright, your royal highness, uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Famous Dead People. Thanks for having me, finally. You are you are privileged to uh, have me. I'm sorry, finally, Frank Lloyd Wright? Were you expecting to be on earlier? I apologize. Well, how long have you been doing this show? Oh, God. Uh, so we're on, I think, our 71st or 72nd episode. Oh, okay. Uh, so he over interrupted me. I, I'm oh, I'm queen. So, I'm so I, sorry. You're, I'm you're saying you, you are privileged you're to America have me. You're in America now, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, it's Next. true. We don't, have a, we don't have a monarchy here, and so technically you don't have any power. Oh, you think you don't. <laughs> oh, ooh, interesting. All right, good point. Yeah, I see what she's doing there. With <laughs> this is really exciting. Guy, yeah. We are starting spicy. I like this. Uh, let's start off with you, uh, Your Highness, if you we- wouldn't mind. Oh, sorry, do you have a question? Oh, so, we. Oh. You said we. Gotcha. Yes, I understand. Uh, so you were the last queen of France, <laughs> uh, but you were... And the best. And the prettiest. Uh, oh, I, I'm definitely not going to argue sexiest. that. Oh, she's and the smartest. Smartest? Ooh, yes. Very high opinion of yourself. Like, you know, we should have confident <laughs> confident women in power. You know, sure. I'm, I'm for that. 2018. Uh, but you are most well known for uh, the way that you supposedly brushed off the struggles of the poor in France by condescendingly saying, let them eat cake. Oh, let them eat cake. Yes. But there's no evidence that you actually said that. And there, there is some evidence that that was quoted by somebody else like a long time ago, long before your arrival in France. Um, and, I'm, and so I'm pretty sure the answer is no, but I'm wondering, did you ever say... I did. I did said say that. And you did. I okay. have never understood the hoopla. 
Okay. Overtly, because who does not love cake? Okay, but I think the issue was like some the people. No, I were, love cake. Uh, everybody loves cake. I, I love good, strawberry yeah. shortcake. Frank Lloyd Wright Great. loves cake. Jared Bernstein loves cake. So what was the ruckus? So here's I think, and feel free to jump in, uh, Mr. Mr. Wright, if uh, if you can put a finer About, point on this. Yep. Okay, Jared. I think the issue is so people couldn't afford bread, Wait. and you said, well, why don't they just eat cake? It's it, it's like me saying. Um, you know, I can't afford, uh, you know, to take the subway and you saying, well, why don't you just buy a car? Right. You know, mm-hmm. but I think because people love cars. People do love cars. Not all the cars. Some cars are ugly. Well, some cars are ugly, yeah. but I think the issue is people like to have a car. If I don't have enough money for bread, I don't have money for cake. Does that make sense? Yes, in in some vague American way. You don't understand the French, perhaps, but... Oh, it's a cultural thing. It was something to look forward to. Let them eat cake because people love cake. If I had said let them them eat celery, you Mm -hmm. know, that would have been awful. Who likes celery? Well, I think the point is you're out of touch with people, (laughs) right? Like it's on a... Like your life was on a cruise ship. Yeah. And so like they're out of bread. So you're like, let them eat the cake that everyone's sick of by the seventh day. It's like too much... Too much cake. Too much cake? I don't <laughs> no. think that's the well, issue. Then well, then maybe I would have said let them drink milk to go them... with the cake. Okay. Well, I I mean, uh, uh, let, mm. let me let me try to translate, make this even simpler for you, Marie Antoinette, Please. your highness. Um, if, if, if we had just said there's a problem where the poor can't afford any food at all, what would your solution then have been? Let them eat more cake. Let them eat more cake. But they can't afford cake. Do you see? I feel like we're, we're this is a cyclical it's argument we're having here. It's aspirational. It's aspir- Oh, uh, I see. So you're giving them something to strive toward. Yes, instead of I'm poor, I'm poor, I'm poor, I'm poor. My children have died. My husband is dying. I'm poor, I'm poor, I'm poor. Oh, whoa, I should die. It's, I will get out of this and eat cake. Well, I will get out and I will eat cake. We- Okay, I can see. You're kind of like saying, you know, I know that you can't uh, reach reach uh, uh, for the for the for the top shelf, but maybe you should reach for the stars instead. Yes, that sort of oui. thing. Okay, I mean, I can sort of, I can sort of see how, um, you know, that uh, that could be beneficial to certain industrious people who maybe are. Maybe she meant pie. I don't think she did meat pie. Did no, you like mean mud, pie? Mud pie. Like, you know, like those kids in Africa, they eat mud pie because they have nothing to eat. Were you saying, Marie Antoinette, that they that the poor should just eat dirt? Well, obviously, the the poor have to eat dirt. I, well, I don't stand in judgment whether they should or shouldn't. I don't really think about their day-to-day life. I think that was one of the big criticisms about you as a ruler. That's it. There it is. Um, well, what is the point of being queen if you have to think about being a peasant? All the time? Well, you're sort of like, you know, mm. you're ruling uh, uh, over a large, large swaths of the population uh, that are going hungry. And so it's your job as their ruler to figure out a way for them not to go hungry. So it's a kind of diet and everybody looks better. <laughs> it's a kind of come, diet. Come on, come on. Everybody it's... looks better. I mean, there's no arguing with that logic, Frank Lloyd, right? I mean, well, they're, they're skinny because they're, they're not eating? Yeah. Yes, that's and, how it oh, works. They, they look great. That's why everybody in France is so attractive. Uh, oui. It's because uh, Marie Antoinette spent all the money that they would have spent on food. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah that uh, that argument completely tracks for me. 
Uh, let's go over to uh, Frank Lloyd Wright for just a moment. All uh, right. So you're one of the most famous architects to have ever lived. Yep. Uh, and your house, Falling Water, has been called the best all-time work of American architecture. Mm. Um, but that design was found uh, to have structural flaws that had to later be correct- corrected throughout the time that the house has been in existence, uh, adding additional steel posts, uh, other reinforcements and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say that as an architect, you were more concerned with design rather than functionality, safety, keeping the buildings up, that sort of thing? No, no, no. I uh, Design and, and, and function are both important to me. So it's, okay. like, it's like I wasn't just saying like, oh, you know what, let's, let's make it pretty. Mm-hmm. And then we'll worry about whether it stands later. Like, man, I couldn't imagine if I had to, like, keep repairing everything I built. I want things to stand, you know? That's gotcha. why I build them that way. So um, uh, the thing was, when I was building Falling Water, I was in the middle of mm, kind of pursuing this young lady. And mm. and I sort of got a little distracted on some of the points. Like, oh, he designed back, it with his penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want to talk about a building that's been designed with its penis. Look at the, the the replacement for the One World Tower. What is that? The Freedom Tower. The Freedom Tower. That's a freaking gigantic penis with no aspirational, no nothing beautiful about it. Well, it's kind of cool the way that it um kind of like folds into curves. itself. It curves up a little bit. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna call out the Freedom Tower for being phallic, mm-hmm. you know that's basically every building. Like every building is shaped, especially anything with a rounded top. You know. Sure. Um, but I think, uh, you know, Marie Antoinette, guys, sometimes they get a little bit too focused on their, sometimes. On their privates. Yeah. I mean, yeah I all I mean, the time. Honestly, it wasn't, I wasn't thinking about my penis. I was, it's called falling water. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not about a penis. You know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. obviously it's a reference to using a urinal. Obviously it's a reference to using a urinal. No, it's not. Yeah. No, falling not. water. No, water falling, falling out of your genitals. Wh- who's got genitals that... Waterfalls out. Everybody. Everybody. Every yeah. Well, if you're thinking about urine, yeah, but I'm talking about like a, a, a sexy time, you know what I mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, you could also say it like that, like falling water could be the semen falling out of your uh, uh, your genitals, or if if you you got a woman like really excited. Yeah, like, that's what I'm talking about. You know, she's... you got uh, water just like gushing out of uh, her, you know? You ever seen a woman do that? Uh, like like squirt? Yeah. Um, I haven't personally seen it, but I've seen videos of it's it. Pretty crazy. Yeah. I, I wow. squirted a lot. Oh, um, oh really? You, you you were a squirter? Cool. I was very. Much oh, interesting. A uh, cool but, talent. But let's go back. So you're saying yeah, that yeah. you um had a you, you you were distracted with falling water. That one, yeah. I mean, there was a couple couple of errors that I had to rec- correct, but yeah, you, you know, structural errors. Reasons sure. why it would have been it may may have fallen down if it's still standing, right? It is still standing okay, at the moment. There we go. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've read this about uh, a couple of other projects, like you know, the water leaks in in uh, this office building that you designed, mm-hmm. or. You know, the air conditioning doesn't work great because of the shape of the Guggenheim, you know, stuff Sounds like that. Sounds like he was more Frank Lloyd wrong. Oh, <laughs> hot burn wow. for oh. Marie Antoinette. Yeah. Don't Not lose your head bad. over that one, am I right? It's <laughs> oh. what you call throwing shade. Shots fired. Did you hear mm. his his thing about, he said, don't lose your head, which I thought was very <laughs> Oh, I've clever. never heard very that much. before. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, but... Frank Lloyd wrong was oh, so good. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not here to I'm not here to judge which of your roasts are better, but I think that uh, you know I, you know this is well trodden territory for both of both of you. So sure, you yeah. know let's just let's just call it a truce. 
Fair enough. Uh, for the moment. Do you know, um, do you, would you happen to know offhand? Like, were you distracted designing anything else? Were there any other uh, structural imperfections or, or dangerous buildings that you had put together? Because just if you didn't have your mind on something, if you were... Uh, thinking chase, about your penis, chasing skirt, oh, chasing, wow. thinking about your penis, that sort of no, thing. No, there's a no. I, I think most everything else is perfect. Yeah, you know something <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. I just, I just, uh, I just thought that uh, I would see if there were other examples that uh, that no, you might I mean, have. People come at me about falling water, and they come and be like, "Oh, what's wrong with this?" You know, mm-hmm. or you know, I had my house burned down a few times, but like that's not a structural flaw. That's what you're fire. saying. Houses that you designed. Were burned. They burned to the ground. Yeah, my my main house. Yes, I, yeah. well, I'm, we're going to ask you about that you wanna... in a, in just a moment. I have that for later in the interview. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that then the answer is yes. Then, like maybe you, your head was a little bit more involved in the design. I love design. Yeah, design Beauty. is great. Not yeah. as much as he loves his mm-hmm. Now, Marie Antoinette. Wow. We will get to Frank Lloyd Wright's relationships, but you, know, you ever heard the expression people in glass houses, Marie Antoinette? Yes. Yeah, people in glass houses should not throw stones. It's not like your history, you know, is completely blemish-free also. If we're talking about, you know, romance, if we're talking about... Uh, glass houses are quite expensive, actually, to mm-hmm. like, keep the temperature right, keep shade right. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I like not that as Billy Joel album. Wait, which Billy Joel album? Uh, Glass Houses. I didn't know there was a Billy Joel album. You... I'm not familiar with that one. Is that a real, is that a real Billy Joel? I guess there's only Wait. one Billy Joel fan in the room. Um, I think it has a song he sings in Function, actually. Oh, really? Uh, oh, you're the one who sings it in Function. It's very, it's very nice. Okay. Uh, well, let's go back to you, Marie, for just a moment. So when you're 15 years old, yeah. uh, you're married off to the grandson of Louis the Fifteenth, uh, Louis Augusta. Uh, a man you've never met oui. in a country you've never been to. You oui. meet him in a special ceremony in a forest on the border of France and Austria. Can you tell us a little bit about this ceremony? What it was like to see this man that you're going to marry for the first time? Um, you know, just just paint the picture for us. Uh, okay. The landscape, please. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm speaking. Um, trees or mountains? Or, let me know everything. Man. <laughs> Shit, that's what that means. That does mean shit, yeah. Sorry, Marine Twig. I'm sorry, I'm um, pissing you off. As you say, I was 15. Mm-hmm. So, so obviously I would be too old for, for your Roy Moore mm-hmm. or your um, Ted Nugent. Oh, wow. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Getting political here, Marie Antoinette. Well, I like Twitter. You like Twitter? Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Oui. Hot takes. Hot takes from Marie Antoinette. Um, mm. uh, so I would... Used to you know meeting people all the time for the first time, and it just so happened that this time I was going to to be. Can I say the f word? Oh yeah, yeah. This internet radio. You can say I whatever was going you want. to say I would be fucking him. Ooh. Uh, for the rest of my life. I mean, you know. So this was nothing new. People were coming in and out of your life all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Okay. And so it didn't mean it matter to you. Didn't phase you that. You know, this guy I'm meeting, he's going to go away. But this other guy I'm meeting, he's going to be fucking me for the rest of my life, possibly. Well, he wouldn't have been my first choice. Oh, was there something wrong oh, with him? I thought you were going to say it wasn't going to be your first. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it your first? We can. We, I mean, if that's too personal, Marie Antoinette, we don't have to go there. No, I'm just wondering. Like, Well, does butt sex count? Uh, ooh. Yeah, it does. It does. Despite <laughs> the Greeks, despite... <laughs> 
everything they protest, it, it does count. Frank Lloyd Wright says it does. Some uh, Catholics that, would say that the, the butt is, you can do whatever you want with a butt, that the vagina is just for God, you know. But mm. if butt sex counts, he was un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, sept, vingt-un. He was the 21st? Wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> if butt sex counts. If but, but if butt sex doesn't count, he was the third. He was the third. Gotcha. So three times. So two other times you had been penetrated in the vagina. and But 20 other times. No, not 20. 20 21 one. minus three would be 18. No, I think she says. So you've had, an, had oh, anal right. sex 18 times. Wait. Vaginal sex twice, and then you then you had sex with and your she was fifteen husband. Yes. Oh, so were all of these? Because I know that you and uh, and Louis didn't consummate the marriage for seven years. So we're oh, all eighteen Maybe. of these sexual. I was so tired. Hmm? What do you mean you were tired? I, well, I've had all that butt sex, and we haven't <laughs> even gotten to blowjobs. I was just tired. Yeah. No, it sounds exhausting. I would you never want to. I would never want to do that. Everywhere I went, I passed gas, and from from the butt sex. Oh, and wow. my mouth wow. was so tired. I understand. Yeah, I can see how that uh, would be um, uh, an exhausting uh, activity. Um, wait, wait a second. Wait, wait. Oh, Who sorry. did you marry, Louis? Louis, Louis. August from Versailles. Um, no. Well, he was he was, was the, the king of Versailles. He was the Dauphin. He I, was the. I just watched the whole series on Netflix. It's great. <laughs> Which one? Versailles. Oh, is it good? It's great. Yeah, lots I mean, of sex, but no, but no mention of. No mention of butt stuff. I mean, it might be implied, you know. There might have been. I'm wondering if there's a reference. If there's like a wink and a nod, that sort of thing. So, does anybody wince when they sat down? Mm, Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Maybe that. You know, I wasn't watching for it, but now I'll go back and take a look. Uh, Frank Lloyd Wright, if you want to rewatch Versailles with me, and we can specifically look for people wincing before they sit down, then we will know. I would love that person just did butt sex. That sounds like a great time. So, I guess my question to you, Marie Antoinette. So, uh, as I mentioned, you didn't consummate the marriage for seven years oui. with uh, with uh, King Louis. Um, was this all the sexual experience that we just talked about? Was that before you even met him, or did some of that happen in the seven years when you weren't having sex with King Louis? Um, two of the butt sex happened during my marriage, mm-hmm. but uh, that was all. That was all. So I ate a lot of cake. I see. I understand. Is this legal to talk about someone oh, having yeah. sex before the We were talking about, of- what, are we allowed to, is it like child porn to talk about like a 15-year-old or right. earlier or having earlier. butt sex and giving blowjobs? I think that that falls in, I mean, this is not like erotic fiction that we're doing here. We're just this is historical. Yeah, we're just uh, getting historical information. Uh, just yeah. a nerd. Yeah, right. this is Famous Dead People. Nothing's off the table. Um, Proceed. If you are just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. I think when your butt is dead, it doesn't matter. I think when your butt is dead, it doesn't <laughs> matter. If you're just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. And my guests in the studio today are a 20th century American architect and interior designer, Frank Lloyd Wright. Yep, yep. And 18th century French queen, Marie Antoinette. Oh, shit. Um, so let's go back to Frank Lloyd Wright for just a moment. So right. uh, your mother is said to have known that you would be an architect even even for the moment that she was pregnant with you. She said, "I'm this child is going to make big buildings. Uh, and so when you were young, that's, that's the legend. Uh, when you were young, she bought you a special yeah. set of blocks called Froebel Gifts. And you said later that those blocks inspired your designs. Is that true? You know, it, it's not true. She didn't buy me shit. Really? <laughs> no, all the money we had went, you know, to to just feeding us and clothing us, and mm. there was no 
there was no toys that she didn't. She, she, this is a story she told later in life. She wanted to like claim responsibility for for who I was, who I made myself yeah. to be. You want to be the parent that bought Paul McCartney a guitar, right? You want to be a parent that bought, you know, um, Lennon a microphone. Lennon a microphone. I was gonna I was gonna go off of the Beatles and say like, you all know, right, I just a we basketball of Michael only. Jordan or Ringo some drums. Ring, no, we, oh, oh, some heroin for Kurt Cobain. Some, you want to be the parent. I don't think that's what he was no, famous for. I don't think that for. made him. He wasn't like the best at doing. Introduce heroin. him to Courtney. He love might, maybe. He, no, that's also not what he was famous no, for. No, but that's not his famous. He for. might have been the best at doing heroin. Maybe we'll never know. But that's not what he was acclaimed for. I mm. like Team Spirit. Uh, I'm sorry. What was that? I like Team Spirit. Team, Team Spirit. Spirit was a great song. Great album. Yeah. Um, is that the album or this? Both. Oh. I'm no, sorry. the album was never, never mind. mind. You're yeah, right. right. Thank you for not making the joke that everyone makes when I say I like Teen Spirit, and they go, "Oh, do you like gay Teen Spirit?" Oh, that's a great joke. That's, I've never I've heard never that before. Thought of that joke. I, if I were you, Marie Antoinette, I wouldn't tell people that I liked "Smells Like Teen Spirit" because I feel like you're just kind of teeing yourself up for that joke. Okay. Smells like guillotine spirit. Smells like it's, yeah, it's a good song. one. It's real smart. Uh, I so, thought you were going to say that because if she had teen sex and. Never mind. You, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. We don't need to keep on... We'll fixated a little bit. We really don't need to keep That's on right. going Let's to that well. thinking about this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying no gifts, no blocks. No, no blocks. I, you know what I started working with was like twigs and branches. Twigs and branches. Out, that, in, the, out, in, out in, uh, in, uh, in the yard. So you would find out mm. on the yard and you would build structures with them. Exactly. And I'd take like uh, grass, tie the grass into... To bind some of the twigs and stuff like mm. that—that was—that was me coming up with what I wanted to build. Which is, can you tell us then where the desire then came from to be an architect to make buildings? Because according to the Wikipedia, this yeah. is just like a thread that goes throughout your entire life. You get these blocks. You, you're playing with them all the time. And what are these you, blocks called? I don't the remember. Froble, Froble gifts. Fro, that sounds Froble gifts made up. It sounds like a thing that. <laughs> Did you look this up? Can we Google that? Frobel gifts? I know. I did. I, I gave it's it a, a real Google. Thing? Yeah. It's, it's like an old school, Um, you know, just like the blocks had different shapes and it was like Legos, but they didn't like stick together. You just had to. Like some sort of cross between Lincoln Logs and Legos. Yeah. Sort of a yeah. little bit like that. Yeah. That's cool. So, but you never got the Froble gifts. I've, I did. I never opened them. Okay. You know, like I didn't see them. So let's talk about the inspiration then. Where did, where did you just wanted to be an architect come from? If well, not, you know, these, like, if not these blocks. <laughs> I lived in, I grew up in ugly houses. Mm -hmm. I grew up with ugly people around me and I wanted something of beauty. I wanted something. I wanted, there was, there was, you know, my, the roof in my house leaked. There was, uh, you know, problems here in the dirt. The door didn't close all the way. I mm -hmm. wanted something that was a space that was my own. And I was basically. Aspiration. Mm, yeah. 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 I was like, I was eat cake. eating my own cake, I guess. I was making my cake. <laughs> it sounds dirty when I say it. I was trying to. You're trying to make, make your own, my cake. own cake. You're trying to have your cake. Have my cake so I could eat it too. Yes. Right. There you go. Uh yeah, no. I think uh uh the the desire to better your circumstances is as pure motivation to mm. become an incredible X, Y, or Z that any human Architect being can have. Architect for you, to, of right. course. And for, you know, Marie Antoinette, it would be Queen of France, like aspiring to be uh the, the a great leader of a great country. Um now, unfortunately, Marie Antoinette, so your popularity with the general public in France uh, started to decline pretty rapidly uh, after your secession, after your, um, what do you call it, ascension. 
Um, we did not have um, public relations people. In those you did days. not have people that were looking out for your image at the time. Um, mm. And it was mainly due to your reckless spending. The, the, what we already talked, we already touched on that a little bit. Um, and I read that at one point your mother wrote to you. Uh, your mother is still Mama. living in Austria. Uh, she wrote to you expressing concern about your spending habits and how it could cause civil unrest. Uh, do you remember this letter that your mother sent you at all? Yes, I remember. She was a nag. It she was, was a nag. The, the whole civil unrest, uh, the people are starving. You need to pay attention to the people and remember to wear underwear. And, <sighs> you is... know, teenage mothers and their daughters who listen. Uh, yeah, there's so much tension there. It's Did you guys see Lady Bird? That was a great movie. About, Good movie, yeah. About the tension between a mother and her daughter. <gasps> I saw... Um, Call me by my name. Call me by your name. Garbage. <laughs> you didn't like it, Terrible. Franklin Wright? Terrible. What was wrong with Call Me By Your Name? What was wrong with it? Yeah. Why didn't you like it, Franklin Wright? It's creepy. <laughs> I love it's grotesque. It. It's 2018, Franklin Wright. I love it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not upset that there was two gay men. It's just like that relationship seemed entirely creepy to me. It just seemed like a creepy relationship. Oh, was it an older man and younger and younger man? Yeah, did you see it? I didn't see Call Me By Your older. Name. He was yeah, it was like Ten years older, I see. And so this kid was just like, you know, Marie Antoinette's age. When yeah, she was when she, when, all this, <laughs> you know, and I, I get it. It sounds weird. It's like, but the, they just. Mm. I understand. Uh, I, I, the dad speech. Everyone says the dad speech was good. It was great. Okay, yeah, dad speech. Dad speech, great. Two thumbs up. He interrupted. Uh, yes, you shouldn't interrupt the queen. Yeah. Yeah, I was going whatever. going to say, I don't know if you know about Danton, who was uh, one of the revolutionaries. Mm, yes, of uh, he's very Danton. Very, Danton. Mm-hmm. Jean-Jacques Danton. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very, very handsome. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say anything about it at the time. But, but um, I, I think Army Hammer is even more gorgeous of a man. He is a very good-looking man, that Army Hammer. I don't think anybody will argue against That's that. That's the actor? Army Hammer yeah. in uh, Call Me By Your Name. Which one? Uh, Oliver. I guess he'd be the older gentleman. Oliver, the older guy. Not trying to throw him under the bus. Trying to assume that he's. uh, But I'm. I'm guessing that if it's a a relationship between older and younger. Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. Uh, But you had a relationship with this man, uh, Danton. Is that uh, how you pronounce it? Yes. Yes. Or JJ. JJ is how how you call them. I know. I understand that there was a lot of whisperings about your possible dalliances, romantic. uh, Affairs that you were having with other people, and I'd love to ask you about that in just a little bit. But can we, if we, if we could go back to this letter that your mother wrote you, you're saying she was a nag. Yes, she's always mm-hmm. telling you to wear underwear. You, you didn't want to do that. You didn't want to stop spending. Um, she said, "You never know. You might get hit by a carriage. Wear clean underwear." Mm, you might get hit by a carriage. You want to be found <laughs> wearing underwear, Marie Antoinette. Um, so you read this letter from your mom. Did it make you? Did, did you give you any pause at all? Like, oh, maybe I should cut down my spending a little bit because it looks really bad that everybody's starving and I'm living it up over here. Uh, well, I thought maybe I should cut it back a little bit so she will stop being such a bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I saw something I wanted. Oh, <laughs> and you just wanted it. And yeah. you didn't have any impulse control. Uh, what's that? Impulse control is when you when you have a desire for something and you hold back instead of just trying to get it. She was aspirational. She was she saw something <laughs> she wanted. And she's like, I'm gonna get that. Mm-hmm. Gonna well, get why be this. queen? Well, why be queen if you mm-hmm. can't just have everything that you want, Frank Lloyd? Right? Yeah. Well, uh, we have to take a break shortly, but I think we have time for one more question. So, um, 
your role in government uh, was pretty limited, uh, Marie Antoinette, but I did read that you had a role in uh, shoring up support for the American Revolution. Is that right? Uh, yes. Yes, I, I did. I thought, you know, oh, good, a new place to shop. Let's do it. So you supported the American Revolution because you wanted to have another place where you could buy things. Yes, because all there was in France was French-style things. Mm -hmm. And if you go to another country, you get, you know, things that are made there that are different. It's new. It excites your brain. Mm, yeah. yeah. And if somebody looks at something that you own and you bought it in France, they can go out and buy that exact same thing. Right. And it's not special anymore. No. no. But if you get something in a different country, then everyone's like, I'm not, I'm not going to go to America just to buy this thing. And now you're the only person right. in the entire country that has right. it. I can understand Smart. that. You got to take space to make space, we used to say. You got to take space to make Is that like an architecture, uh, uh, an Arch idiom, yeah. would you yeah, say? Something, yeah, we used to say, like, you got to take space to make space. Got to take space. Can you, can you give an example of that? Because I'm not really sure on the meaning of that. Well, yeah, like you. Is that a let mm. me cake? No, it's better. <laughs> it's way better. Take space to make space. If you need a space, you got to take space, then you make the space. Okay. If there's yeah. no space, you got to take the space. Gotcha. That's basically what you're saying you wanted to do with America. You want to take a space and then make it into some a shopping mall, which congratulations, you did, basically. <laughs> oh, like, thank you. God, so many hot political takes here on Famous Merci. Dead People that I am. So you're saying, Marie Antoinette, you had no interest in the revolution. You didn't believe in the freedom of... Uh, of the American people, it wasn't like a, a a chess tactic to try to try to bankrupt the British government a little bit. You just wanted a, another place to shop. Uh, yes, because the American people were not rich. They were not rich. No, no. so uh, except the, uh, the the founding fathers, I think they had they had a little bit of money, money depending but, on who it was. Yeah. There was some money there. There was no real aristocracy mm -hmm. to care about. So uh, the people poop. And so if you if they're not aristocrats, then why would you care about them is what you're saying. Right. I can kind of understand why people didn't weren't crazy about you while you were ruling. Uh, oh, but merci. We, we can get into that uh, after we take a short break. We will be right back with Marie Antoinette Famous and Frank Lloyd Wright on Famous Dead People. Famous Stay dead with people. us. Famous dead Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or whatever app you are using to listen to podcasts, rate us five stars, leave a comment, tell your friends, all that stuff helps us out a ton. And feel free to hit us up at FamousDeadPeople at RadioForBrooklyn.org if you want a specific Famous Dead person on the show or if you have any comments that you want to shoot over to us, whatever we love hearing from fans. Uh, also, check out my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now. It is hilarious. I hope that you will check that out and read that and uh, leave reviews, awesome reviews on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com or whatever and tell your friends to read it because it's super funny and I want that money. Also, go check out JarrettBarrenson.com for all the latest on my show dates and uh, up-to-date project information. And lastly, if you really like Famous Dead People and you want to send us some money to help keep the show on the air, go to RadioForBrooklyn.org slash Famous Dead People and click on the Support the Show button. Thanks again for listening, and now back to the podcast. Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jarrett Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are 20th century American architect and interior designer Frank Lloyd Wright. Hey, you. And, <gasps> and 18th century French queen, the last queen of France, Marie Antoinette. Did you never interrupt 
supposed to do this gentleman before? Uh, uh, you, you're supposed to do the, the royalty first? Is that the, right? Uh, the royalty? The lady? Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't the realize first, that. Kurt. I didn't realize that that was uh, uh, improper etiquette on my part. I'm so sorry, uh, Marie Antoinette. Ooh, ladies first. Was that song? <laughs> Is that Billy Joel also? I don't think that's Billy Joel. That's. Uh, it sounds like an 80s song. Do you know that song? Ooh, ladies first. Uh, Queen Latifah? No. Queen Latifah? Yeah, uh, I mean, that's, I mean that's, that fits her brand. Yeah. I know all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Single ladies is single good. Ladies. That's Beyonce, though. It's different totally queen. Uh, so let's go back to uh, Frank Lloyd Wright for just a moment. So you mm-hmm. moved to Chicago yep. to be an architect. You signed an exclusive contract with an architecture firm called the Adler and Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because you had expensive tastes, similar to Marie Antoinette's, uh, you always needed money. Unlike Marie Antoinette, you were uh, designing other houses on the oh. side. You were sort of like cheating on your contract by building other houses for people. My side piece. Uh, this is your side piece. Mm-hmm. See? And, uh, That's a penis rough. And so Sullivan one day recognizes one of your houses. He's like, this was clearly a Frank Lloyd Wright design. Nice. Uh, and he confronted you about it. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, he did. So what did he say about you when he's like, I, I saw you, I saw a house that uh, you designed that, that I didn't pay you for. So what What the fuck? Yeah, it's like he was like, what the fuck? And I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm needing money, and you're not paying me enough, Sully. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you called him Sully. Yeah, we, this is before Sully, so. Before the It made pilot. more sense. Before, before the, the pilot. pilot. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it doesn't work now. But yeah, Sully. It's like, yeah, Sully, I need, you know, thanks for recognizing my work. You don't recognize it in the office, so I'm glad you got out, stepped out, and recognized it on the streets, finally. Okay. It's like my 20th house by that time. I was like, come on, buddy. <laughs> Open your eyes. So you were assaulting him on. You were not trying to trying to apologize oh. for breaking your contract or anything. What contract? This is like a handshake deal. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, so it was an informal contract. Nothing no, I mean, there's that. paperwork and everything, but <laughs> it felt handshake. It was like felt like you know, I'm, I was out of college. I was like, oh, sure, whatever, I was, a job. Yeah, but, you know, like I wanted to build. I college students will just sign anything, anything to get a little bit of cash in their pockets. Oh man! Now there's a little inconsistency in the, in the history here, so I'd like I'd like it if you could walk us through this. So you claimed at the time that you didn't know that doing these houses was against your contract. Yeah. Okay. That's what you say. But uh, I mean, that's what you say when you don't want to get in trouble. For you that. had a friend sign off on the uh, on the plans so that to hide your involvement in them. So why would you have a friend sign the plans to hide your involvement if you didn't think that it was against your contract? <laughs> wow. Sorry, this no, is like a gotcha question. What? Yeah, it sounds like a I real good clear. No, I knew it was wrong, but I was like, mm, better just cover my tracks. Like, gotcha, gotcha. Sully was a dick. You didn't like Sullivan. I liked him, but he was a dick. Okay. Come on, like he was, all he wanted to do was build gigantic buildings mm-hmm. and show off his dick. Like He would show off his dick in the bathroom. We go in the stall together. He's like, "Wow, long day," and you sort of step away from the urinal and be like, "How you feeling?" Put some distance. He'd be like, "So that you check can this see out. what he's got there." Did you show yours? Yeah, I mean, I was peeing at the time, so mine was out too. And he's like, "Got a good angle." I wasn't like trying to show him mine. But Frank Lloyd Wright, you have the option to not step away from the urinal, and you could keep your penis hidden if you wanted to. Exactly. Well, I mean, you got. You talk a lot about penises on this show. Barrier. Well, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, HBO, they have a lot of sex in their shows because they can. Mm. Like, we're internet radio. We can talk about anything we want. We can Brooklyn, talk about Brooklyn radio. You we can, can talk, talk about, about oh, especially Brooklyn radio. You can talk about squirting. We can talk about uh, oh, anal. Oh, yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. We're going to get you a, 
live show or something. We gotta give me. We gotta take me to a live show. Well, actually, she said she squirted. So, well, let's not try to get Marie Antoinette to squirt on the show. I feel like that would be a little well, not, bit like disrespectful. Maybe afterwards or something. Oh, you know, we can discuss that off mic. Cool. Um. So yeah. Uh, let's no go offense. back to. Uh, I'm not wearing any underwear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Told you. Things are getting spicy here in the studio. Uh, let's go back to Marie Antoinette for just a moment. So part of your unpopularity, and I'm sorry to keep harping on the po- unpopularity that you had in Which France Which you say at the time. every five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it had to do with, with rumors that you were involved in these ridiculous, outlandish, sexual deviances, orgies, affairs, uh, all sorts of um, uh, inappropriate behavior. Nice. And a pamphlet called The Portfolio with the Red Heel... Uh, started getting passed around, and it was talking about like all the different uh, weird sex things that you were doing in the palace. Uh, did you ever get a chance to read the portfolio with the red heel? Yes, I, I mean I, it was pretty much based on my experience. I mean, all, the, all this stuff is wonderful. You're HBO. You have HBO now. We mm-hmm. didn't have HBO. We didn't have television. So the only thing that you could do was read pamphlets like Well, I love sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Live that life. So you're saying that the pamphlet was was accurate? It it actually did detail the things that you did? Yes. Okay. And then I did the, the pamphlet. Oh, so things that weren't that you didn't do, you did them so they became true. And then I did the pamphlet itself. Oh, then you had sex with the pamphlet also. Oh, wow. Wow. That's um, another level of of sexual deviancy is having sex with the thing that's talking about all your different sexual deviances. It's how you say um, meta. Meta. I like that. Mm. Yeah. I I didn't know that that the Red Shoe Diaries was a reference to the portfolio with the red heel. Do you guys remember Red Shoe Diaries? Oh, is it? With uh, the guy from X-Files. David Duchovny. There he is. Yeah. Which I always thought was a weird acting choice for him. He's just going to, I'm going to do this this, uh, softcore thing for Cable. Was that before X-Files or after? I don't remember. I think it had to have been before because I don't think that you do X-Files and then decide... I'm going to be the narrator for uh, a softcore thing on Showtime or whatever. Um, now, I don't want to—we uh, don't have to talk about anything too, anything too scandalous if you don't want to, Marie Antoinette. Um, but do you remember any of the things that were in the pamphlet that, w- that were not true about you, that they said that you had done, but that, that were not true? It was completely accurate. I thought you said that there were things in it that you that you did afterwards— because because no, I think that was unsure. your interpretation. Oh, you were, you were, gotcha, that's gotcha. what you wanted to hear, but because you didn't want to hear mm-hmm. that she had sex with a pamphlet, <laughs> you were trying to wrap your around wrap your mind around like a more sensible idea, which is like she's trying to perform the act. Gotcha. But she gotcha. was performing the act. I guess I was trying to give Marie Antoinette the benefit of the doubt in saying that maybe she hadn't done everything that was in the pamphlet. You don't have to do that. Okay. Well, how did how did this Sounds person... Sounds like she was a real trollop. How did this person get... The, I like that word. That's trollop. a good word, right? Like, trollop. It's a pretty fun <laughs> word. So Lop. how did this person who wrote the pamphlet get all the information about all the things that you were doing in the palace, all these weird sexual orgies and everything? All you had to do was walk around the palace. Oh, so he got into the palace. Yes, because the guards were not guarding... Most of the time, were the they guards? were they were fucking. They were also fucking. Yes. Wait, who wrote it? Who do you know who wrote the pamphlet? Uh, I believe his name was. His last name was Cashel. Cashel. Okay, and mm. so he would just walk into the palace, see all these weird orgies and everything, and then go home and write about them, and then 
It's that. much like your Madame Tussauds museum if all of the... Um, it's a wax museum? Yeah, the, if all of the statues... If all those wax statues... We're having sex all the time. Gotcha, gotcha. So if we went to Madame Tussauds and uh, <laughs> Barack Obama <laughs> and Kim Kardashian and... Trying to think of other celebrities. It's Brad much like Pitt this or... museum if it was completely different than what it is. <laughs> That's what you just said. <laughs> let's, go, uh, let's go back to um, uh, Franklin Drive for just a moment. So in 1900 yes. and 1901, uh, you completed four houses uh-huh. uh, that were later... Uh, we, we Later, people looked at them and they figured out, okay, this is the start of what we called your prairie style of architecture. Um, and, you know... Is that... Prairie style, like P R A Y, like please God, don't let this one fall down. <laughs> prairie, no, no, prairie like, style. Prairie, like um, like Sweet Home on the Prairie or Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, Sweet oh, Home okay. Alabama, baby. <laughs> okay, so do you? So I'm not an architect. I don't think I don't believe Marie Antoinette is an architect. Would you be able to boil down for laymen like us uh, what? prairie style is uh what, what, what kind of a what, what makes a building a prairie style building well i would say when others went up i went out you know what i mean okay spread it out spread the wealth instead of going vertical you go horizontal exactly okay and so it's spreading out over a prairie is that where the name comes from you know i didn't call it that you you didn't come up with the name prairie i style. call it i called it the right house the right house. The right houses. So, as in W R I G. Right, exactly. Using not my not name. these are the correct houses. No, no, right. They're just my houses. Okay, right, right, right so, style. The wrong. I mean, this is something that, um, and again, uh, Your Highness, it's an awesome pun. It's a great pun. Um, I think this is something that uh, that every artist can relate to. Is you know, mm. you you work, you 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 make your music, or you uh, you act in your shows and everything, and then somebody else. Looks at your oeuvre and assigns names and <gasps> designations good. to things. I'm sorry. What? You, you used the French word. Oh, what did I say? Oeuvre. Oeuvre, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, uh, that tickled you, didn't it, Your Highness? <laughs> she just squirted a little bit. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, frankly, right? Because I'm a gentleman. That's but, nice of you. Uh, yeah, for those of you listening at home, Marie Antoinette squirted a little bit. I guess just a little bit. Just, just a touch. I am a little That's wet. good for you, Jerry. <laughs> so, uh, so you're 36. Uh, um, Frank Luter writes, mm. uh, your family had grown. You had six children with, with your wife. Yeah. Uh, but you had a reputation as a man about town. Um, mm. So you were, according to the Wikipedia, you were going out, you're trying to have extramarital affairs while your wife was at home with six children. Is there any truth to this at all? Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> you, know, you know, people like to talk. It's like you develop relationships with people. You talk to people, you see interesting people that so this was networking. inspirational this was networking for yeah you. i wasn't trying to do anything okay i was trying to live a great life i had beautiful kids i had a beautiful wife or who had been beautiful at, at a time mm-hmm. it was still beautiful spiritually in her own way you know i'm not talking trash but she you know i was working i was i was out in the world, and you have to be out in the world if you're an artist, or mm-hmm. you know you want to create. You can't just if you have a penis, hovel yourself into a, <laughs> your home and have orgies all the time mm-hmm. because like not everyone has that. You know, I'm, I'm yeah, getting a little feeling a little hostility again, Your Highness. I don't think that you should be throwing stones. It's not like you lived a blemish-free life yourself. So, so I mean, listen, you're going to call out Frank Luterite for for thinking with his dick and for leading with his libido. Thank I think you, we yeah. can call you out for the same thing. So. So let's Ooh. even the playing ground and stop. I was a queen. 
He yeah. was just a mousy little man. I guess. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's People the, still say my name and scream from my buildings, you know? They scream from your buildings? Scream for my buildings. Scream <laughs> for your buildings. It's not the falling man over here. They, on, they like. scream because they're in the buildings so they're falling apart. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess what the, what the queen is trying to say is that there's no such thing as hypocrisy if you're the queen. You can do whatever right. you want. You can throw as much shade as you like. Right. Much like our president. Much like our president. He does. Another hot take on Famous Dead People today. Um, so you're saying that going out, uh, talking to all these different women, that was mm. not you trying to have affairs. Um, but I did read that it was around this time that you did have an affair with the wife of a man who you were building a house for. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, this is a woman named Mahama Cheney. Is that right? Uh, I just called her Mama. Mama Cheney. Okay. Mama. Uh, did you feel weird at all? Like you're building a house for this guy and you take his wife from him? Weird? No. I felt tough. <laughs> felt I felt tough. awesome. Felt like I a big man. Great. Really? Yeah, I was building this guy's house, sleeping with his wife. I was like, this is amazing. I've got everything I want. Okay. A job, a little side piece, mm-hmm. family. What could go wrong? It just feels a little dis- disrespectful to me to do <sighs> that to somebody who you're working for. Yes, I get what you're saying. And like, why did I ever cheat on Sully by making my own business? You got to move forward. You can't just be held back in life by what like people want you to do. By right? your, like, I think, come on. By your, um, the promises that you've made or the, ah, come on. Uh, the, what promises? Contracts that you've signed yeah, or, right, sure. you know, the, the things that people expect of you, the, you know, the obligations that you should be, um, this woman, Loved my work. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't sell the house to the to her husband. I sold it to Mama. Like she mm-hmm. was the one who pushed for me to to develop this house. Like he's using she's all kinds the, of innuendo. She's the client. <laughs> Am I? Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. She was the client. You know what I mean? Like okay. he had the money. He had the purse, purse strings, whatever wallet, mm-hmm. American style. But like. She was the one who made the choice, right? Gotcha. I had the relationship. This is again. This is again. Me building relationships with these women was me selling myself, selling your buildings, selling my building, okay. selling myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as is so often the case, you know, the uh, the woman is the most powerful member of the household, even even if the man is the bread earner back then. Right. Some, yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, this is famous dead people on Radio for Brooklyn, and my guests in the studio today are 18th century French queen Marie Antoinette. Bonjour. And 20th century American architect and interior designer Frank Lloyd Wright. Hello. Let's uh, go back to Marie Antoinette for just a moment. So um, I personally think that your punishment, uh, you know, after the revolution happens, you try to restore the monarchy. You know, you're working with um, all sorts of uh, different politicians and lawyers and trying to figure out a way to make it so that the king and not the people, not the constitution, are remain in charge of France. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Because I had no other job skills. Oh, you I mean, were worried about that. What was I going to do? Well, they, it seemed like they were willing to make you a figurehead. Were you not? Uh, were you not amenable to just being a figurehead? I'm sorry, but the word "head" is very upsetting to me. <laughs> Why is the word? He- wow. Oh, because you got because you got uh, beheaded. Yes. Oh, oh okay, yeah. good. I, I thought understand. she was making it. A- All right, yes. great. Yeah, I, I, thought, uh, I thought you were doing a sexual in- innuendo also. Yes, but really, when you say head, I start to get very upset. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Um, Could we say instead that they were willing to make you um, a a decorative 
um, make 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 the the aristocracy more of a decorative position. Maybe the face of France. The face of France. The face of France. But with France. no real power. Did that bother you? Uh, yes, because how much do you get paid for that? Uh, less than if you were the queen, but still substantial for not doing anything. And if your boss says to you, I want to take you from one position and put you in this other one for which I would pay you crap, do you feel good about that? No, I wouldn't no. feel good about that. Um, but one of the ways that you tried to uh, restore power to the monarchy was the Bushwick Manifesto. Sorry, the Brunswick Manifesto, uh, where you asked— I'm building for, a house in Bushwick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a great upcoming neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You, that was a really smart investment, Frank Ward yeah, Riot. thank you. Um, so the Brunswick Manifesto, where you asked Prussia and Austria to take over France if anything were to happen to you and your husband. Is that right? Right. Okay. Do you see in hindsight how it might not have been the right thing to do to threaten the entire population of France? No. No? No. I was queen. I was in charge. I guess. I, I was the big kahuna. You were the big kahuna. Gotcha. I, I guess it seems like you don't have a connection to the fact that there could be consequences to your actions. Okay. The people of France were my children. Mm-hmm. Now, to your children, you don't say... If if your papa and I are killed in a carriage accident, you guys just do what you want. No, you make sure they have uh, godparents mm, to take gotcha. care of them. So it was my deep and abiding love for the French people. That's it, the first it, time you've said anything like that, <laughs> that you cared at all about them. But here's where your analogy falls apart, I think, Your Highness, is if you, you know, you're saying that the, the, the Brunswick Manifesto was if I die in a car accident, I want someone to take care of the population. But in actuality, it was more like saying, if I die in a car accident, I want you to kill like five of my 10 children and then and then be their godparents. Oh, my head is falling off again. I'm sorry. Oh, that is such a shame <laughs> that that still does that. Weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, that could, is really could bad. Could you repeat the question? Um, so yeah, so I think that your analogy falls apart because you were in essence threatening to kill your children as opposed to just protect them. Do you think it's a fair thing to say? Um, 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 um you can say it. I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying it's fair or not because basically it doesn't interest me. I am thinking of things to buy. Oh, I understand. You, you but, still have that mindset. Yes. Do you think so have you been to Bed Bath and Beyond? I have been to Bed Bath & Beyond. It's a great store. They yeah. got everything. Yeah, they. I really like um, all their sections, really. Mm. Uh, and sometimes you can find wonderful things in the clearance aisle, but I don't buy them. Oh, obviously you wouldn't, because why pay a discount for something when you can pay full price when you can right. afford it? Right. Do you think... They send me coupons mm-hmm. like every week. 20% off, and, and I write in, in a big black marker, I don't need a discount. <laughs> okay. Uh, you refuse a discount. Do you think that you that the, the French people were correct? Can you understand why they beheaded you? Oh, you said head again. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I know that that upsets you. Uh, no, I don't understand why they... Would you understand why someone took off your head? Well, I think that if I acted the way that you acted and had the attitude towards the people that you seem to have, mm. then maybe I would at least get it. I would be. Like, I would understand if they were a, a little pissy and maybe they trip me when I walk by. But no, I do not understand taking my head. 
gotcha. Maybe it is a little drastic. Maybe it's a little. I, think, I think it's a, a sounds like a sign of respect. Like what to take someone's head off? To take her head because like they could chastise you. They tried to remove your position. You weren't going away. Mm-hmm. They knew the only way to deal with you was to get rid of you for good. So like it was like if we do not deal with her in a permanent fashion, mm-hmm. she's gonna come back. And and take all of our money. It, I don't is, know. it is kind of a compliment to be like, this is literally the only way that we can take care of you is to cut off your hands. A compliment is you are the most beautiful woman in the entire world, and I want to make love to you for a week. That is a wonderful compliment also. Uh, let's go back to Franklin Wright for just a moment. So mm-hmm. in, um, in 1911, you decide to build a house uh, in Wisconsin called, uh, I want to make sure I'm pronouncing this right, Taleson, is that right? Tileson. Tileson. Okay. And a few years later, there is a ghastly murder there. A man named Julian Carlton killed Mama Cheney mm-hmm. uh, and her two children and four other people who worked at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 1925, 11 years after the murder, you invite your new wife, Olga, to live at that house. What's is the that question right? here? Uh, my question is, I'm like, didn't it bother you that to, to live in a house where these ghastly murder of uh there was a new house seven people wait so, so you tore down the original one and you it built was, a new one it was in flames it caught fire oh that's right it was on fire as well burned up so that house burned you built a brand new one was it similar to the old one well <clears throat> yeah pretty okay. much exactly the same all right i so, went for the exact same i wanted the house to have a real the feel that i had put there the space had dictated what the what the building was going to be. Why? Always his penis. Why break something if... Wow. <laughs> well, I think dictated... I I can see. It's not just no, not, not I, that big of a stretch. Right. Um, You didn't... didn't bother you? Like, yes, the house is gone, but you're in the exact same place living where these murders took place. I needed to start over, you know. I want to have a fresh start. You I want to start over thinking, in the exact same place. Right. I wanted the memory of what had happened there, which was terrible, mm-hmm. which was... When Julie did that to me, I was like, what, Julie, what the heck? You're like, that's my my girlfriend, my lover, mm-hmm. my the mother of some children. You know, like, I didn't want to be thinking about that. So I needed to start over, mm-hmm. make the exact same house in the exact same place and give it a fresh polish, fresh, you know, like, just not polish, but, you know, like fresh feeling to it. I mm-hmm. wanted to feel, and I wanted a new wife in there. I wanted someone else to <laughs> okay. make that a home for me and, you know, totally different decorating styles. Uh, that house, the second one, also <sighs> burned down. Yeah, is that correct? That's true. Okay, so wow. did you maybe, hmm? you know, were you maybe distracted? Some, you know, you didn't wire it correctly. You blame that a house burning down. First off, Julie burned the first one down. Yes. Okay. My boy, and I was like, what happened <laughs> between us? You know, like, mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe it. Julie, why? And then uh, you know, the second one, I don't I don't remember the second one burnt down. I think was it, it was uh, some uh, electrical wires, is that the reason? No, why? I don't recall that being a problem. <laughs> it might have been struck by lightning. And I I mean, according to Wikipedia, it's it was the Oh, uh, you can't argue with Wikipedia again. I mean, you can. If if you're telling us it was lightning because you were there, so I would trust your word over. Yeah, I mean, my memory's hazy on that one, mm-hmm. but uh it definitely wasn't my fault. Okay, yeah. I mean, if that's uh, it, it seems as though there were some structural. I feel like it was like the ghost of Julie coming back to just mess with me again. Like... But again, I, then I wouldn't have built the house in the same place. Uh, Marie Antoinette, if I'm not going to be I... bullied by a Ju- by Julie, like, okay. I'm not going to let him do this to me. So Marie Antoinette, let's say hypothetically it... that you're in Versailles. All right, Beautiful. somebody somebody goes crazy. They Garbage. murder a bunch of people that are living and working in Versailles. 
they burn down a bunch of rooms. Do you continue to live at Versailles where these murders and fires happened? I am safe. Yes, you're safe. I would live there. You would live there? Yes. Wow, not concerned about ghosts. Moving is a bitch. Okay, we gotta watch Versailles <laughs> because like people are being poisoned left and right in that show and they're just continue to, to keep living there. Mm-hmm. People are moving in after the after the poisonings. And like, and we got this new game that we can play where we can watch to see people wincing to see when they were were and were oh, not yeah, having butt sex. Right, right, right. Uh, we only have time for one more question, unfortunately. So I'm going to uh, toss it back over to you, Marie Antoinette, for this last one. Uh-huh. So I'd like it if you would mind to tell us about this escape <laughs> attempt of yours. I did. Uh, the flight to Varnez. Uh, it was this daring escape attempt by you and the king trying to reach a, uh, a stronghold in, in Montmédy, uh, where people who were who were loyal to the crown were staying, uh, be it the attempt failed and you were sent back to Paris. Do you remember the uh, the famous flight to Varnes? Yes. Uh, would you tell us about it and like how it failed? Well, they told us they were going to take us to safety. Mm-hmm. Yes. And along the way, we were intersexed by um, inter what intersexed mm-hmm. by by. Uh, Danton's men, uh, by and Robespierre's men. Okay, and these these are the men who Danton is the one who had a sexual relationship with earlier. Yes. Okay, and I also want to clarify, which something. is a really shitty thing to do to an ex. Yeah, if you were yeah. involved with somebody, don't stop them from escaping. Really? You right. know, Paris. Um, Let them you go. did earlier say intersex. Is that intersex. right? I think Mr. We Wright were was, intersexed. We uh, were inter intersected. Did you mean intersected, intercepted, or was it like a sexual intersecting? Intercepted. In, in, intercepted. Gotcha, intercepted. gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you guys fucked also, just based well, we on did your a history. Okay. <laughs> Who, me and the queen? I no, love no. that. Oh. <laughs> Frank Lloyd Wright. What? We, we got to put some cold water oh, on this man. interview. We've Peasant. only got a couple minutes left. So, yes, yeah, so you're wow. saying you you were intercepted yes, we- by Robespierre. Uh, by Danton. Um, it was all very exciting until I realized that it meant I would probably die. Oh, that is a shame. Yeah. Um, what was the plan, though, that, that got, got got foiled? Was it just to get in a carriage and leave, or were there, or was it more complicated, like a, like an Ocean's Eleven heist, that sort of thing? Um, we were planning to go um, to Spain. To Spain? To Spain, So yes. after you went to Montmédy and met up with everybody, you would then go to Spain. Yes. Okay. And what what was the plan in Spain then? Uh, to buy some Spanish things. I see. More shopping. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yes. Um. And at that point, would you have tried to maybe invade France again, reclaim power, that sort of thing? Sure. Okay. It's just not not that important. No, I w- I would always want to rule over France, the, mm. the bitch. But uh. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you call France a bitch? Or did you a say little bitch. a little bitch? Well, they cut off my head. They were kind of No, just, everybody calls France a bitch. France honestly, a bitch. Like, <laughs> it was France. kind of a kind of a bitchy move to cut off your head. Yeah, I I you don't normally go, oh, you cut off my head. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, bygones be bygones. Yeah. Yeah, you're pissed about that. I can understand that that would be an upsetting thing, you know, for to happen to you. Um, unfortunately, that's all the time that we have left for this week's episode of Famous Dead People. Right. Um, I'd like to thank my guest, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright. Yeah, I just want to make uh, a shout out to my son who did not make the interview. 
In your face. I mean, I could You're have nothing. him. We could have him at some yeah, point. I probably maybe. wouldn't because he's not as notable as you, obviously. No, he's not. Uh, and I'd like to thank Marie Antoinette. Who uh, you are thanking after. I apologize. It's a place I, I keep, of privilege to be last. I keep forgetting that I need to, that I should be introducing the, the lady and the royal I team. should have been here by myself anyway. Um, I, you know, that's a fair opinion as well. Um, I think that you're both notable people and I really appreciate you. you for coming to the studio. Oh, merci. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, uh, if uh, you'd like to check out any of my other work, go to jarrettbarrenson.com. Check out my improv team, Junior University, every Thursday at 7 p.m. at the Magnet Theater. Rate and review the podcast. Uh, if you have any questions that you'd like to ask your favorite dead person, please email that to us at famousdeadpeople at radiofreebrooklyn.org. We will try to have them on as soon as we can. We are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Famous dead people, famous